2: Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold.
1: All right, so you keep, so you're living in Phoenix, but you're you're flying. I got around the gig her. in
2: Birmingham, and Rob Bartlett. Speaking of Gary Grant. Ah! who doesn't? Uh-huh. So still works with Gary Grant to this day. I know what is and, uh, that? Call, That's amazing. I called in on Imus like a month or two ago. He just right. he randomly emailed me one day and said, "Hey, won't you call in? We, you know, we're trying to have some more comics call in the show." And I'm like, "Sure." And I called and did a segment with him, and I, he gave. So he was the first headliner I worked with in Birmingham, and he goes, "You might as well have stayed in Alabama if you're going to live in Phoenix. You can't be a comic right. and live. You got to be. You got to go to New York if you want to do comedy. You got to go to L.A. if you want to go more into acting and writing. Right. And I wanted to tell jokes. And he goes." He he goes, my agent Gary Grant will help you get some gigs, but he goes, you'll spend every penny that you make live, right. living here, right? You, or if not more, right? And, uh, and I took him up on it. I ran into a girl I'd gone to high school with, and she'd just gotten a job with American Airlines and was moving here to be a flight attendant, right? And I saw her back in Alabama and uh, and said, I'm going to sleep on your couch. And I just followed her. Did around. you just, sleep on her couch I or in her bed? Couch. No, I slept on her couch. I lived with five women for a year and a half. My first, and apartment.
1: you never had sex with not any with of any them. Any of
2: them. All their friends and relatives. Everybody close to them, but none of them. Not <laughs> really? One, no, don't shit where you eat. Never. Oh, All their friends and relatives. <laughs> I your, was twenty
1: two. Your non-father taught you well. 20, I
2: was twenty two.
1: <laughs> Wait, so, so um, and so, where was this apartment?
2: Forty fourth between six and seven. So and it, not, it was not, oh not right by I mean. the Improv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Two blocks away, right Ninth Avenue, across from the Cafe de Trois is still there. It's that building.
1: Unda what? So, did you uh, <laughs> did you work at the Improv?
2: I didn't. She didn't like me, and the, well, you know what's really weird is she's Silver, Friedman. Silver Friedman and uh, Bill Hicks. I knew Bill from the road, yeah. and we were in there, and we'd finally, I got an audition in front of her like a week before he did, and she didn't like me until we don't come back. But I came back with him right. just to watch him, right. and she didn't like him either. And then I, <laughs> I, I remember leaving, yeah. and he, he goes, well, I guess you don't like country. I don't know what to do. <laughs> goes, because you're Alabama, I'm Texas. I guess you've got a prejudice against the Southern people. I'm like, your act is not anything Southern, Bill. I can understand why i She
1: didn't like Bill Hicks?
2: I remember getting sent away. I see her not getting it. In two weeks, I yes. So I never felt I never wanted to go there, or never considered that a decent club. Right? They uh, had
1: really good French fries. I knew I knew
2: who (laughs) who Hicks was at the time.
1: Um. And so where did I know you worked at Cash That's where
2: we ended up. Yeah. So so did you work
1: at the Strip too? Oh yeah, absolutely.
2: Illusion was always great. Carolines was great early in the day, you know, and then following on through with Christmas has been great. The cellar, I was there at the cellar back when.
1: Remember at '87 with Grunfest, with Grunfest, Wild Bill Grunfest, (laughs) and he used to sit at the piano, and no one was in. In there, Not a soul. no one Not was a ever soul. in there. I used to sit people. in Amazing. that corner, and I'd have. The, I would. Oh, they had the best food. I had the borscht. Still have the great food. Yeah, still best, have the best food. food. Well, some of the stuff is missing from the
2: menu. <laughs> Ray Romano will still murder somebody over those chicken wings.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're so good. They are good. God, I rem- that was so. All right, so I remember you mid eighties catch. Yep. Um, and you were really good friends with Brett Butler. <laughs> <laughs> because I was friends with Brett Butler.
2: <laughs> she hated me.
1: Um, so I'm friends <laughs> oh, with
2: she Brett. Did? She yeah, she because despised me. That's what she
1: said. Because she, she was, I was Southern. She was, oh. was no And she was not going to have it. Joy, Market
2: of one. Joy Behar and Judy and Susie Essman used to go to bat for me. Yeah. When uh. Brett Butler would get really, really mad at me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she but, just despised me. And wow. it was only because he had a Southern accent. Wow. Don't yeah. you think it that was, was so why?
2: Yes. Yeah. She, well, she thought we had a similar joke. What was and, it? And so, it, well, it's about comparing. You know, if, if uh, it, it's it's ironically odd if someone that has a hardcore New York accent makes fun of me and my Southern accent. Right. It's funny if you're going, "Hey, Bobby, how you doing?" Oh, right, right, right. Look right. at this
1: fucking guy. He's fucking stupid. Look at the fucking guy. He's stupid.
2: You know, it's the same right. goddamn. So it's a variation on that.
1: Wow, because two and, people would not think of that if they have, <laughs> if they live if you in moved New
2: York, here from Georgia with southern and accents. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, it would never dawn on you to make that comparison. Did you
1: ever? Ma- oh, sorry. So, did
2: you ever make up with her? Or so did? no, God no. It got so. Bad, where she would not even come and catch if I was in right. there. Right, she
1: wouldn't go on the show with you. I, I and, remember. And so, this. and it was the oh whole the
2: whole front of the building was a window. So, yeah. Yeah. knowing that she had given me this much power, when I would see her approaching on the sidewalk, I would run straight to the glass and knock on the glass and wave <laughs> at her.
0: Ah, <laughs> that's
2: so funny. <laughs> she had to stand outside. Uh, uh, I tell everybody, I'd go watch this, guys. Watch this. I mean, I can make her not come in here. Watch this. And, and, I'll go there, and I'm
1: like, hey, oh, and
2: she just fume and go storming off. Somewhere.
1: I she really? She's a
0: sick person. She's crazy.
1: Yeah, she. You, you know, I friends always, on
0: Facebook somehow. You are. She friended me one day out of nowhere. Like my it's friends it's with Fred
1: so Weird because you should look up the old stuff
2: where um, it's probably it's it's been eight or nine years ago maybe, but it, Rosie O'Donnell is talking to her. Oh, and uh, when well, she says yes, she she's
1: the, clairvoyant with pets,
2: and she first knew it with
1: pets.
0: Oh boy.
1: <laughs> I just, I always felt like there was something
0: off. One of my friends, <laughs> it's a dead serious, clairvoyant conversation. She, I
1: just it. can't believe that that show was going to go into syndication. Her show, oh, yeah. three, three the, episodes, three away three episodes, and they they didn't they hated her so much they didn't even force the That's three right. episodes. Right.
2: Pulled the plug. No, Foxworthy brought that out. He yeah. was on, on Nantucket last week, and so oh, he, he brought. Oh that yeah, up.
1: so you do the Nantucket. Brought, I love that. I want to do that, that, up. that. You did I it? Didn't you know killed, that.
2: you crushed. I, I had know it. That was three episodes away. Yeah, That's, yeah. Foxworthy really was telling this exact story yeah. like oh a week ago. <gasps> I heard he was, so there ninety-seven. There were three episodes yeah. from the hundred.
0: She would have been like loaded
1: oh, yeah. for Fat forever. City. Fat
2: City.
1: Dumb. So, all right. So you. St- you got a lot of help from other comics. Sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We all helped each other. Yeah,
1: and you and people love. I mean, I remember when I was, you know, middling and whatever. People loved to have you on the show because you were funny and you were not a fucking asshole. Well, that's us, only two yeah. rules. Yeah. <laughs> not well, there were plenty who <laughs> were who were not as funny as they thought they were, and they were fucking assholes. But y- you started. I mean, you did the Evening of the Improvs and all, all the... All that
2: stuff, Caroline's and yeah. VH1. And
1: how did... You- so, who was the first person that gave you, like, a break, break? Well, that was Rob, was
2: Rob Bartlett brought me to the city and, and got me. I wouldn't have gotten any of the city clubs right. or become the comedian I was if it wasn't for him saying, come to New York City. Right. So, he's the first person.
1: Right. Then, then,
2: then on the road, uh, Foxworthy's about a year yeah, ahead of me. Yeah, that's what I was... So, yeah, yeah, he's about a year ahead of me, and we're doing the Southern gigs, and, and he's just been promoted from going first to second. Right. And I'm just getting paid to go first, first for the very right. first time. And we liked each other. And so... We would. We could ask. You could request the club owners who you wanted to work with. Right. And so. And so. Me and him and Tim Wilson. Well, you could if you were if you were good penis. enough. Yeah. And you if, know, if you true, had a beater. Right. If you were good yeah. enough. That's true, Judy. Yeah. And so. Uh. And so they all. And then we met Ron White. Uh, through uh, the funk, through I love the, Ron. Through the funny bone chain right. so we meet him two or three years in and then now you're just trying to hook your buddies up with right. gigs where we can work together and go see ball games right basically and then once the point everybody becomes a headliner then you can't work with your friends right. anymore because everybody's a headliner yeah. But you know that's basically but foxworthy and ron a ton and the funny bone guys were pretty good to me for right you know idiot club owners when you meet lewis and so i met lou here and uh, oh, Black. I met Lou here. Yeah, I met Lou, Lou was at Hannah and her sisters. Yes. When I met him. Oh my God. So I met him at Catch the very first time I met him. Louis Ferranda. Ah, ah, no, oh, you Lewis got to put No, No, Louis Ferranda. Louis Ferranda. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no. He's talking Hold about Louis Black. Yes. Right, right. yes. Louis Ferranda yeah. was in charge of the talent at Catch. Remember, but I catch. remember. Let me that's tell you. Where he first started. That's okay. where he first. No, started. Yeah.
1: I. I don't know if you were there, but I went in. I was in college. I used to hang out there, and he was the bartender. Yes. And he goes. You, I'm telling you, you can you can get on one day. You can get on one day. But yeah, he was the bartender. I know and funny. Started, I, know, I, know, I know. I know funny. I know funny. I know I know funny. funny. I know Keep it up. Freddie Friend slept on my couch. <laughs> <You>
0: <laughs> that know, was his big claim. He, thing. Throw, he would throw in some yeah. sort of Freddie
2: Prinz oh, reference yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he knew funny because he knew Freddie, which <laughs> so, is fine. That's, got, that's yeah, fine. Good, that's good, good enough for me.
1: Yeah. So um, you started working with Foxworthy and all. Now, did you ever? What the fuck is with my thing? Oh, did you ever get jealous like when you saw like Foxworthy becoming? You know, nah.
2: You you know, he thought of those jokes and it's funny. It's you don't plan that. He didn't sit there and say, "I'm going to have a catchphrase" or "I'm going to think of something." Right. He was just on the road and noticed it, and then his wife encouraged him with that train of thought. So he looked in the yellow pages in Atlanta, Georgia, and found a local publisher that had only done like covered bridges of Georgia, right? (laughs) You know, (laughs) best peach cobbler recipes of the South. They're literally selling twelve books. A year, you right. know, and he got their ad out of the paper and sent the guy and wrote the guy a letter and said, "I think there the might be book. something here." Yep. And the guy wrote him back and said, "I'll give you uh, three thousand dollars if you can write one hundred and fifty of these."
1: No oh fucking son. way. So he'd
2: written fifty of them or so, and so he called me and my buddy Phil, who's not a comedian, right? But who's in everybody's act. Phil's, right. in, Phil's in Foxworthy's act. He's in Ron White's act. He's in my act. He's in a million guys' act. Right? Feels funny. And so we went over to Foxworthy's, me and Phil and we sat around and smoked a bunch of weed and mm-hmm. wrote. Banged him out. out in like three
1: hours. Probably.
2: Really, Foxworthy
1: so, smokes weed. He did back then. Now, oh. This
2: was eighty five. So whatever. Now he's a fine Christian man. Now, yeah,
1: he is. Did he? <laughs> did he switch up. over? He's pretty straight laced.
2: He, he goes to Rwanda to help people. Right. You know. So uh, you know. He's. I don't really know the denomination but he, he or whatever def- he does, def- but. Definitely
1: switched... Like there's a this phenomenon. He, just, he was always clean, and he just stayed working clean.
2: Y- y- right. You know? But he's a pretty straight laced guy. He grew up going to church every Sunday. Right. I didn't. Right. You know. Yeah, so. you're fucking. No, I'm heathen. This shit right. a heathen. Right. We're just <laughs> yeah. We're just trying to keep hope
0: alive. Where's he so, from originally? Uh, yeah. Hapeville,
2: Georgia. Right. Hapeville, Georgia. H A P E. Hapeville. Hapeville, oh. right there by the airport in Atlanta. And Atlanta. the only thing that's there is the birthplace of Chick Fil
0: A. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he's a terrific person too. That's that's that, cool. Well, that's yeah. What are you gonna say about
0: worthy?
1: About Foxworthy? Yeah, yeah. You uh-huh. he said
0: he's and he's. Not. Sorry, I interrupted.
1: I don't you know, know. You That's fucking. Sorry. you're an asshole. So. Um, <laughs> That's why I'm here. So you've worked with Foxworthy? You you <laughs> did you did you ever take acting
2: classes? I I went out. Uh, Foxworthy and I sold a TV show to CBS in '92.
1: Right. What and was it, it called? It was
2: called uh, Banner Times. Banner? B-A-N-N-E-R because he was from the fictitious town of Banner, Georgia uh-huh. and he was going to move back to the town he grew up in and run oh. the newspaper.
1: Oh, that's so unusual as a as a uh, premise for a show
2: <laughs> that you would move
1: home and get a job where you grew up. <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> uh, you know, Who thought of that? <laughs> it's a, me and Fish you. out of
0: water! <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 well, ding. It was right, mainly good. the wife.
2: The wife, right. well, he had, in the in the storyline, the because at the time all the sitcoms were just taking advantage of whatever the comics act was. Right. right. So Tim Taylor, Taylor was the tool man. Roseanne was basically right. Roseanne. So we wanted Foxworthy to be a cartoonist, and the You Might Be a Rednecks were going to be like far sides. It appeared in the newspaper. Oh, oh. I yeah. kind of remember So this. that was going to be the idea that made him famous. No,
0: Obviously no, not, no, Leonard. Not no, <laughs> but I kind of remember him. Wasn't he in a show that he was a cartoonist? Yes, shut yes. up! Yes. Eventually oh. when he got on the air. That, okay. that was
2: four deals later.
1: So you, okay. did, so you so, did this whole, because this now... This was the, fun. For the listeners, this, this time period was the period of comics getting television yes, shows. Yes, that's what you did. That you just, I, I think I'm the only comic of that era who never had a holding deal. I mean like, the fucking waitresses <laughs> at did. Cash yes. had a holding Absol- deal. And big ones. Yeah. $600,000. Yes, and you, <laughs> Seriously. That, we don't know if we're going to do something with you, yeah. but here's oh. money so that you yes. don't do something with anyone they else. They were just writing Except blank for t- you, Judy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh
1: they were writing blank checks in Montreal yeah.
2: every year practically. Yeah.
1: So, um you write the show wow. and you pitch it yeah. and so you're young enough to think, "Oh my god, this is it," right? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And then right. then, then, then no. Then, right.
2: then it's the, the politics of other things. Uh, what's her name? Linda Bloodworth Thomason. who yes. she had Designing Women and Evening Shade right. and she had like five hits. She they had just given her a 6-year, 42 million dollar deal for her just to sit tight right. and throw ideas at us for the next right. five or six years and here's 42 million and our, she kind of liked our show from the beginning, and she knew if we got picked up, she was going to lose. Her two best writers were going to be our showrunners.
1: Oh. And so you
2: got into a little. Uh, so Squashed her own show. Yeah. So her first new show in her $42 million deal was called Hearts of Fire. Billy Bob, I remember that. Billy Bob Thornton and Markie Post. And it's set in Washington, D.C. Right. And they yeah. work for some sort of congressman that's from right. somewhere like Arkansas or Missouri. Right. All right. So because she's who she is, the show does nothing. You know, we we, we don't get picked up for our show. Hearts of Fire does nothing the first year, but they're going to go for year two because... You know, it's her, Linda right. Bloodworth. And year two, they no longer set the show in D.C., they moved the show back to a fictitious town in Missouri where they're going to run the newspaper. No that, fucking oh, way. Foxworthy's watching an episode. Oh he calls me on the phone. He goes, like, Henley, this is our fucking set. They're using our fucking set. <laughs> and it was our exact set. No way. It was our exact set from our pilot no the year way. before. They literally just, you know, threw a sheet over it for, for a year. <laughs> that's then,
1: what, when I did. And then dusted uh, it back. I off. can't. They, they can't. totally No, did that's, this. we saw, I remember oh. when I did. Did Margaret's show? Yeah. We saw our set on another show too, and we were like, Oh my god, it's <laughs> the worst. The fuck? That's, how, that's our that's kitchen that's table, totally you fucking asshole. Fox was like, That's my desk. Fox was like, That's yeah. my
2: domino. It is, Fox. It's totally your desk. I go, they put somebody else's wife's picture on it, but that was your wife's picture was on that desk a year ago. You're totally not wrong. Ridiculous. So,
1: um, so that did not that go. Did not and he stayed and, in LA, and I came back here. And then what happened?
2: Uh, what with him or uh, with
1: you oh I came back here and just kept doing comedy stand up yeah, yeah, and yeah. you and do it, you consider yourself a road comic
2: I forever yeah. yeah the majority of my work for if I've been doing this 32 years 28 yeah. of them right. were 40 weeks a year right. so that's the road hmm. and it doesn't matter if it was a community college or a corporate or a club or somebody's backyard right. if you got the money I'm a whore I'll come up to right. your house I'll go whatever you know I'm going it as ha- best I can did you
1: ever have a serious girlfriend I was married twice so, you oh, know, that would be yes. Yeah. Please right. tell her
2: the I, fact that uh, I love uh, my, my first ex wife's name is Robin Williams.
1: <laughs> no, it is. Yes, yep. it
2: is. I married Robin Williams. Wow, and she's from Houston, Texas. We were. When married. did you? Well, how old were you? I was. Th- I was when we got married. When I met her, I was twenty six, and she was about twenty two. And then we were together about three years before we got married. So I was almost thirty, and she was about almost twenty five. And we were married for nine years.
1: Wow, After that's that. long. So she put.
2: Yeah, I was never around. Where, if I was on the road forty weeks, and a year, did she, she saw, live in New, in New yes, York? We, we lived in New York, and then she moved to L. A. with me. She was going to Columbia when I met her, uh-huh. and then she got she wanted to be a writer, right? And she uh, she got in the creative writing program at UCLA, and that was when I sold the pilot to CBS. She went out there because she just gotten accepted to the right. writing program, so. She she wrote a novel somewhere that I I probably well, ghost wrote. Robin
1: Williams.
2: <laughs> so, Robin Williams. She's Robin so, Henley because she never she never got wanna, tired of Nanu Nanu. You didn't want
1: to. You didn't really want to did. um have children.
2: No, I, I, both the women I married that was part of the plan. I was not. even didn't want kids. I don't like kids. The Henley, right. they, it has to stop with me.
1: Well, I could I could see why you wouldn't <laughs> yeah, out know, with just, that I'm not upbringing. Doing that.
2: And both of, both the women I married agreed full on into that, and we that was fine, and that was no so big deal, so.
1: When you were on the road, yeah. and she was home at your east... Right. Is this the apartment yeah, you yeah. have on in totally. the east side? Right. Yeah, So when did you get that apartment?
2: I got it in 96, uh-huh. I've been there 20, 20 plus years, yeah. I closed on Dr. King Day. <laughs>
1: and <laughs> They're not supposed to be open. How yet. big is <laughs> it? They really
2: were. It's about a thousand square feet, but uh-huh. there's a deck on the back, and then the, the roof deck of the building is three buildings joined together, and it's fully turfed and
0: It's nice. It's a two bedroom, right?
2: It's a two bedroom, two bath, and uh, it's very nice. Yeah, and and I, I remember when hate you
0: so much. <laughs> no, but I remember when he got divorced. It was like a big thing. We didn't see Vic for like a
2: year. You were paying. I had to go on the road. She was going to try to take it from me. Rob, no way. Rob, Robin Williams was going to be an asshole and try to. She didn't care. She wanted her money, and she was going to go hardcore with the divorce. And I had to go on the divorce tour, right?
0: <laughs> and, and pay her off <laughs> like for her Chris eight. Rock is doing Is right
2: <laughs> that my gigs were not as high right. profile i mean chris rock
1: divorce tour <laughs> no, i mean really but that must but, be, you know, yeah. i'm calling
2: people that i've never thought about working right, for right. And i'm yeah. going to you know erie pennsylvania and shit like that but i he did it i did it i paid her off early and so uh so but yeah i was gone practically yeah 40 yeah. i was so yeah. and ha- who broke up with who oh she was she broke up with me and then i on my birthday
1: Oh, or, or, that's so good. I knew, I
2: knew it was the old something's up. When you, right. when you When you bop out there on your birthday and there's not even a card. Right. You know, if, if and then by, by four or five in the afternoon, you're like, okay, you've had all day to run out. Right. At least get a card. You know, we live in New York. There's drugstores <laughs> right. every three feet. Right. You know, and then she's still finally like dinner time. I'm like, are you sitting on something or are you going to tell me is there a surprise dinner? It's my birthday. And she, right. Oh, my God. Oh, and then she just lets it all out. All uh-huh. I'm gonna tell you. She, she Did already, she have a boyfriend? Her, I don't know, but she. I found out later that yeah, she was always, uh, you know, not faithful. So it was easy. Oh, to
1: we're now, that. and you were faithful? Yeah, completely.
2: I'm not. A no cheater, way. Ever. I'm never a cheater. Yeah, he's
0: not. Yay! <laughs> I love ever.
2: you. No, I'm never a cheater. It's if I tell you that I'm with you, it's hard right. to get me to commit. But if I commit, you got no worries ever. But if, if I'm single... You, you but know, uh,
1: that's so unusual for a
2: comic. Well, my two again, back to the two idiot older brothers. I watched right. them. They were the football-playing right. jock dudes, and they would have these really cool girls. Right. And I'm spending lots of time with them because of the age difference. Right. And then, then they would cheat on these really cool girls, and then they would be upset, and the girls are crying, and my brothers are crying, and they're crying to my mother, and my mother's calling them assholes for being right. cheating football idiots. <laughs> and so I just watched this growing up, and it, it was just such an easy... Pattern to go. Don't Did, do this do ever. You, Save yourself all this heartbreak. Right. Don't do this. My brother Terry Henley's twenty six years old on the phone, and my mother is on the phone with you at three in the morning. I wake up. I'm like, you know, fourteen. I'm right. like, what do you do? She like, go back to bed. And she's got. He, he's crying <laughs> right because he's done something horrible, and right. the girls called him. And now she's got to drive over to an hour away to hold his hand. Oh God, at twenty six <laughs> years old. So at fourteen year old me, when I'm never doing <laughs> right. that ever. That's just a yeah. lot of wasted <laughs> ignorance for nothing. Yeah. Did you find now? So, so you're on the road, <laughs> and there's
1: other comics who are married. Oh sure. And oh, he, hangs, it, he hangs with Ron White.
2: Anything? What goes. Do think, I don't even. It what do you think so the percentage? Oh, a ton. A of, high, fifty-fifty. Uh, maybe. Oh, I
1: thought it was more than. It that. It might
2: be more, but I don't know. It. I, it. When I see it, it sickens me so much. Right. But I just. Sort Did of,
1: you ever say anything to a no, comic?
2: No. No. Uh, you know. No. I'll just. Uh, but I've had. There's two guys I know off the top of my head that I'm not saying their names. I was friends with one of them for a decade, and I'm sure to this day he wonders what happened to me. Really? Because I just kept seeing enough of his shit, and I just walked away one day and just deleted all information and just never called him back. I'm sure his wife and children so
1: it, it's, it, uh, have a wonderful
2: story about yeah. what he's made up, about what happened right. Vic disappeared. But there's two guys, because it just it really hurts it's my a, heart. Yeah. And and I don't want to blow up and, and be mean about it with them, and I just usually tell whoever I'm very confident with, you know, an old friend Because it is true. Just, it does exit, tell
1: exit. an enormous amount about your character, <sighs> that you'd make a commitment like that and then just think right. you can fucking do whatever no, 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 you no, no. want i'm going, i've been i'm at your thanksgiving table right i've been at
2: thanksgiving dinner with your family and i'm right. gonna watch you do this the, right you dumbass, right and then oh, oh, oh what, 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 what got up your ass oh nothing no right. you're, you're totally fine go ahead date the stripper <laughs> it's ridiculous an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know it is men are stupid um we yeah. are stupid Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: So, you worked with, uh, I mean, you've worked with a shitload of people, but Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh,
2: God. Yeah. How'd you meet
1: Sasha Baron Cohen? Oh, that's
2: a good one, Judy. The, Thank uh, you. My friend, uh, Harry Thompson, who is no longer with us. Everybody in my stories have died. Uh, yes, yeah,
1: great fucking yeah.
2: Harry Thompson had three of the top ten shows in England on at the time I met him. He was a very successful British. Where'd you meet him? At, uh, at the cellar. He's literally on holiday. He's sitting in the cellar on like a Wednesday. What year? Oh uh, 98. Okay. You know, but it's the old Wednesday night show, and I'm I've got like the one forty five spot and then a tell. Right. And he and there's like six or seven people sitting there and he stays and watches tell, sorry. He, he stays and watches me in a tell. Right. And the next day he has Estee. Thing. Sorry.
1: ST <laughs> runs the comedy
2: cellar. A- calls me at home and goes. This man called me today. He says he's in television with the BBC.
0: I do
1: not know if it is okay to give your number. And I'm like, no. okay, that is such a bad ass. I don't know Sorry. who that was.
0: She's what is agent. that? there's a little agent, but I liked I don't it. Wait, uh,
1: <laughs> listen, Vic. Vic, it, uh, it's ST. Listen, um, that's not even much better than mine. Shut the fuck up. At least <laughs> it's closer. Uh, there's a person here who says. Uh, that the, the, all right i
0: can not yeah, do but it anyway, whatever I say
1: why are you on your phone letter? i'm looking
0: for harry thompson i don't know oh, really right, I'm, th- I'm mixing him up with probably harry uh, the, hill here, can i Which just one? say yeah, to yeah, the yeah, listeners? It's harry hill right yeah, yeah, okay. apparently, apparently thompson was a producer he
1: you forgot your glasses no, they're and they
0: prescription have, so
1: you have prescription sunglasses. sunglasses and but you didn't wear bring... i didn't
0: wear them cuz i what do i need them i'm looking Equals at you as you're
1: looking at the, uh, the phone all right go ahead all right so but it's one so, of those things where I've
2: told everybody, you know, if you keep tap dancing around New York City, right. you never know who's there. It right. doesn't have to be the sold out show with Radio City. Right. It could be eight people at the cellar on a Wednesday right. and a very influential television producer saw you and invited you to come over and do like nine television shows on the BBC. So And that's exactly he saw what happened. You. And he had, he was, one of the shows he was working on was a, a half hour and fake news show just like The Daily Show right. that ended up being called The 11 O'Clock Show. Okay. And it launched Ricky Gervais and Sasha Baron Cohen. And so we came in, we had a meeting one night and Harry said he went to a character night where he just went to a stand-up show where everybody was going on stage and just do characters the whole show. And then the next day in the office. Where was this? uh, In London. Okay. uh, At at some, you know, somewhere in Chelsea. Some just bar that was having weird-ass comedy night. And the next day he came in and goes, I saw this guy do this Ali G thing. And I, we need to give him a segment a week. We need him on. If we're on five days a week, he needs to be on at least one day a week. And what are you doing?
1: Wait, what are you... I was a
2: writer on the show. Okay. The I ended up doing some American... I would do field pieces and I'd do set right. pieces. And then I would also fly back and forth. And, and so, you
1: lived where in in London? I, I would stay
2: with Harry. He had a giant, killer, amazing apartment in Bayswater. And uh, I would just... Wait, I, so
1: what... Did anyone understand you in London?
2: Oh, yeah, all the time, yeah. <laughs> Especially the Scottish.
1: Really? The, they the Scottish, I don't fucking understand them. The Scottish, <laughs> the, the Scottish
2: and the Irish understood me the most, and right. the, the English understood me the least. But the Scots and the Irish, I, I had no problem every time I would work in those countries. Did
1: people ask you, Like they were probably constantly like, where the fuck are you from? They, they all, they
2: know, it's funny because they know certain American shows and then not. So, right. they, so they would uh, they don't know the the Beverly Hillbillies. Right. But they might know the Andy Griffith Show. Right. They don't, oh, know, you, they don't you. know the Dukes of Hazard, or right. they do know the Dukes of Hazard, but then they don't know this other one. Right. So depending on there's enough hill they had enough hillbilly right. they, exposure. Uh, they thought yeah. it was Dallas. Dallas was as big over there right. as right. it was
0: here. So, they loved Vic in England. You used to so go there all the I time. I went
2: I went God, I went ten times a year. Yeah. I was, I would wow. go, well he the T V show's taped on Monday. So you could do the comedy store on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Mm -hmm. then have Sunday off, tape a TV show on Monday, and then fly home on Tuesday. Wow. And if you flew in the previous Tuesday, you're just going to London for a week at a time with a couple of off days sprinkled in. Right. And hanging out with some of the most cool, funny, creative people ever. And, uh, and I would go I would like a. I would go sit and have lunch and dinner with these guys and they would update me on what was going on in the news over there right and so by the time I was there Tuesday Wednesday soaking it all in when I hit the stage on Thursday I had like eight or nine minutes about London
1: right coming out
2: of this voice right and they couldn't figure that out <laughs> that's that, fucking that hilarious that vexed them yeah that vexed them <laughs> so completely. wait
1: did you so how did when did you meet Sasha Baron <laughs> uh, about
2: a year into the about so late 98 he tells me that he invited him down he goes we're gonna have him come in he goes I've gotta go somewhere but uh, i told him to ask for you talking about me yeah so these other two idiots are sitting there and they're junior writers and he's like when when he comes in here uh don't talk he, he tells them be quiet right let vic talk to him and they're like why and he said because he's probably going to come in in character and stay in character right so vic i believe will be able to you, 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 know, go, you guys are going to try give him a break yeah. you know and then i go he goes if it goes well i bet you money he will leave and then come back 20 minutes later as, as Sasha. him, yeah, yeah, and he totally did that. No way, he, Harry nailed it. Harry nailed it to the wall. Wow! He comes in, he does it. He does a lollygig with me, no more than five or ten minutes. The other two dudes are sitting there just staring, like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm asking him specific hip hop questions <laughs> about how, about who. If you're, a, you're an MP, you're a member of parliament. That's like being right. a congressman, right? Right. So I'm asking, you know, what MP would I think would he right. think would be the best rapper, and what would their raps be like? And I'm asking. So he's he's written. So with you're me. like right. engaging, yes, him. yes, yes. yeah. yeah. And so and he he stays like I said. 10 15 minutes max, maybe. He leaves, and about 20 minutes later, he comes walking back in totally... Jeans and a t-shirt And he looks at the two guys And he goes uh, Yeah you guys uh, Give us a couple seconds I only need to talk to him No way <laughs> So
1: Was he already uh, A known no, no No
2: He was just He was just doing Some of those things Like with the characters That was the beginning and Of Ali when, G And the beginning you, Of his whole thing
1: When you saw him do this Did yes. you know that's there's genius I right thought there. it was fu-
2: The level of commitment Right And, and, the, and the, the knowledge he had Because it was really Really smart And right. he's not gonna break Right And I knew You put those two things
0: together you, Who knows what's gonna and happen Remembered you all that time, and so from from years later. Yeah, so
2: then we worked together for two years, and then he he got the Ali G show, and then and he became huge. So yeah, so I probably start. I probably didn't see him from two thousand one till two thousand eight.
0: So and then how did you? That's when. Uh, that movie Bruno came out, Bruno came out. right yeah. so was, what happened
2: he was working on Bruno and you know Bruno wanted to be the most famous person on the planet earth and he's the, the whole movie's about homophobia right and, I, and people like Borat I think Bruno is 50 times better right. not because I'm in it right just because it's more cringeworthy it's, it's, it's so it's just constant hard penis in your right. face yeah right. it's every homophobic so it right. reminds me like like I said like why it was funny to watch those Baptist cringe at Curtis Johnson all right. those years ago. I knew this was the point of the movie. Well, somewhere in the movie, he realizes it's not working for him, so he's going to go straight. Mm-hmm. And he develops the character called Straight Dave. Right. And, and originally, Straight Dave was going to be a stand-up comic, and he wanted him to be like Foxworthy. He was like, you might be a redneck, but it was right. like, you might be gay if. Right. And so we only wrote, the first joke I wrote was uh, if you're at a Barbara Streisand concert and you're not Barbara Streisand.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so funny. So...
2: We, <laughs> i was on so anyway i didn't know this, any of this was going on right. my phone ring one day and it's uh, monica levinson who barry levinson's former wife yes uh and she was the line producer on the whole thing and she said you know he's working on this movie and there's a part of it where the guy's going to be like a redneck guy and he, right. he remembered you they were like well who has you might be a redneck jokes on the resume and ali g london right. stuff and he goes vic henley he's the only right. guy ever that has both those things <laughs> right and they found me and i worked with them for about 10 days and it was the greatest time ever. It was so <laughs> really? the Same thing, because we're tricking rednecks. We're tricking right. homophobic rednecks. Right, right, right. We right. know we're going to you know stop. That, remember the scene in the there's movie? Two scenes, there's a scene in the movie where we started a riot. Right. And it was t- 1,200 yeah. people in an arena. They signed a waiver and didn't know what they were signing. That is
1: so funny. And there's a scene in yeah, the movie where his, yeah, his
2: boyfriend is left in yeah. and they're going to fake like they're going to beat each other up and yeah. they end up making out. Yeah. We, we had to meet with the chief of police. Of, uh, of Texarkana, Arkansas. No way. Uh, Jay Roach is the producer who also directed and won a bunch. He went right. in for recount yeah, and yeah. game change and all that. So Larry Charles is directing. Jay Roach is producing, yeah. and and me and Sasha. <laughs> yeah. And one other, one of Sasha's other writer friends had to go in both these cities. I'll do that. In, in the yeah. afternoon, we had to go in there and sit with the chief of police and the mayor while they're choreographing the makeout scene about oh what's God. legal and what's not legal.
1: Oh, my God! And I'm
2: just sitting there, and so Sasha's going, so they, they're on the floor, like, acting yeah. like they're licking each other's crotches and doing all right. this stuff, and they're like, so uh, I can lick his balls on the outside of the pants, but I can't put my hand inside his pants. Right. And the, whisper, the cop and the mayor are whispering. Oh, my God! <laughs> I wish you had a recording And then of that. they would look at me, and they'd go, yeah, so I'm writing down, okay, right. ball licking on outside, right. good, uh, no hands inside. <laughs> (laughs) not even just the fingers not even just the fingers (laughs) that's fucking great (laughs) so (laughs) they're going over all these old obscenity laws and we're having to write down the do's and don'ts and i'll never forget those afternoons after (laughs) we did it we did it. We started the riot. We All all hell broke loose. Uh, they, we blew up the place so bad that there was not enough security to calm down the riot. Right. So I had to go back in the octagon and turn the microphone on and tell them to calm down and no act right. fucking way. Because they didn't know I was in on it. They, they thought I was the ring announcer. Because the ring announcer did not show up that day, and I ended up in the movie. So you see me that for a minute. That is
1: so fucking... Yeah,
2: I, I had nothing with me. I'm in the buffet line at a Holiday Inn. No way. With Larry Charles. I'm sitting there again. Ding. And we're in the buffet, it's like 4.30, and the promoter who does not know uh, his business is about to be ruined, because he really put on eight or nine real cage fights. Right. Yeah. He didn't know they were going to trick him. Right. And so nobody's ever going to go to another event he's ever going to have. That's <laughs> fun. We are ruining this man's life. And he comes over, and he goes, my ring announcer is sick. And Larry looks at me, and, and I'm like, you mean like the, let's get ready. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, but you can't say that. That guy's got that trademarked. And I go, if you need it. I go. Larry looks at me. I go, I'm a comic. You give me a microphone. I yeah. can go in front of 10,000, 50,000. I don't care. You yeah. Know, I go, but I only have shirts and t shirts with me. Go, right. I go, go to the mall and buy me a suit. Yeah. And they went to JCPenney's. No went, way. Oh, ring announcer's always in a suit. Uh, so uh, all right. they went to JCPenney's and bought me this the most horrible Tommy Hill figure. Right. Polyester. <laughs> right. right, yeah, polyester. I kept you it forever. the polyester. You still have it? I had it forever. It may still be in
0: my closet, but it uh, itchy. hot, got to take a picture. Hot,
2: sweaty, itchy. And, uh, and I ended up, you know, working my way into the movie, even right. though I was just supposed to be there for the writing part but yeah, yeah we, you can see it. you're right. yeah, you see yeah. me yeah, you clearly see me on so camera great. for a scene or two oh yeah okay but we blew up I'm the whole place i'm watching
1: that fucking this weekend
2: oh, oh my yeah. god that
0: scene so along that is the scene of the movie where it's so the beginning
2: the beginning of the movie he, you see in silhouette that he's, he's he's on an exercise bike right and uh he's got a boyfriend that's like a little bitty filipino man and he's, right. he's not like a little person but he's just right. a small man <laughs> And it's just like the camera pans back, and you just see him riding the exercise bike. And as the camera fa- pans back, you see that the boyfriend is on his knees in front of him, yeah. and the exercise bike has a dildo on him. It's gone. That. <laughs> That's so That's funny. The first ten seconds of the That's movie the best. are that, and then he picks the dude up, and he's. Uh, you, 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 you only see it through silhouette where he's yeah. he's put a champagne bottle yeah. big in first in the guy's ass, and he's pouring champagne <laughs> out of oh, the guy's. I love ass. it. I love it. <laughs> That's literally the first I think I saw, I two think, or three yeah, minutes yeah, of the. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, it some yeah, yeah. of the funniest shit it i have ever seen
0: it's so it was just that too much it was too much
2: it was too much for america so, it was, it was um, too much. so funny welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and tv personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it
1: you and you've done a lot of radio
2: I been mean, yeah, sure. I started, you know, I just got fired from Sirius for the second time. So wait, so. <laughs> I, quit, I quit in 2005.
1: So what was the first, um, the first Sirius thing?
2: The first I, In 2005, uh, I, a buddy of mine, there's a country channel called Outlaw Country. And it's basically right. country music. i never
1: heard of it. They never won't play it, it. anymore. Yeah. It's yeah. Johnny
2: Cash and it's everybody yeah. that country music. Country music is now pop. Right. So this was an idea to play all these old dead people that nobody right. used to hear anymore. And Loretta Lynn and Patsy Cline right. and Willie and Willie. My and, mother loved Patsy You Kline. know, yeah. Patsy Cline's amazing. So, amazing, yeah. Uh, they were looking for voiceover guys to voice track that. And, and I knew a guy that was doing it. And I'm a music nerd. Right. And they would let you literally put your own music in the computer and design your own thing and then right. talk about it. So you were like DJing your own show. Right. So I did that for about a year. And then I had a Comedy Central special coming out. And I had a bunch of road work lined up behind it. So, it, as my contract was ending, I'm like, okay, in a week, this is, contract's going to be over, and I'm going to come in here and ask you for triple the money, and you're going to tell me you don't have it, and I'm going to go on tour, and this is going to be over. Right. And basically, that's what that's
0: happened. That's what happened? That's exactly
2: what happened. Little Steven went to bat for me. Little Steven, Little Steven from Springsteen. Van Springs Zandt. Zan. Wow. He Wow. They gave him, he has a show called The Underground Garage. Yes. That's and good. it's an amazing show. Yeah. yeah. And they have the Underground Garage channel at Sirius. Right. And they were so, uh, you know, inclined to get him on board, they gave him five channels, and Outlaw Country was one of his five. That was wow. his idea. He's like, I like country, but you don't hear it anymore. Right. What I like. Right. And so he hired Mojo Nixon, who's a friend of mine, who's a musician. And I got lured in through that. So, yeah, it was fun, but it's it's stupid. And then lately here, for the past six or seven months, I was doing the Opie show OP in the show, afternoon. Yeah. Him and Norton broke up. And Norton went to the morning, yeah. and he went to the afternoon, and we sat there until somebody the in story. HR ruined it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Uh, so, <laughs> I I I did opie a of lot, times, yeah. yeah, and it it's like. Uh, I would do OP and then I'd get tweets like you fucking Jew cunt yeah,
0: me too <laughs> ironically I get I the get same thing
1: <laughs> Yeah, you no, fucking cunt you Jew hill, lesbian dyke yeah, Jew, that's how they paint you and cut, that's the anti-semitic yeah, right. yeah. I mean, just everything like any nasty and I was like why do I continue to do this why
0: is the good question right.
1: and my my publicist is like oh you know he's got a little listeners I'm like I know but I don't need to be called a Jew cunt right? anyway so the other night, Nick DiPaolo asked me to do a show. <laughs> Round two. And I am I go in and I'm like, I said to Roland, I said, are, are they going to, is he going to torture me? He said, no, what? Uh, his listeners were so nice. Oh, were cool. they? that's great. It was the nicest. Oh, good.
0: I love Nick. Uh,
1: yeah, I, too. No, no I, no. I was like, I was just waiting for more and it was like, hey, Judy, I love you. I think you're great. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, it's <laughs> like I have PTSD from fucking... <laughs> the- they're there's so still weird. So
2: many from the Opie and Anthony days, and back right. in the days, and they did so much crazy stuff for so long. I think they have still a, a, a ton of people that, even right. if they're just listening to him or him that's and Jim the separately, there's still a bunch of meany crazies out there, right? Uh, but but uh, they
1: like they in en- that's what they like.
2: Yeah, they you want you to yell
1: mean? back at him yeah. and say
2: hey, whatever. I don't, you know.
1: So it's stupid. What? All right. You know. uh, but
0: every time you're on, I knew because you could see even the. You know, every um, time
2: she was on with me it was funnier and shit we had so much fun yeah, yeah. the outer edge
0: tweets that would come in yeah, you'd yeah. see sure. you know there was a high volume of tweeting coming in and out of that show when you were on So well that's
2: good so yeah, he's a great like, guest. Well, that's like, well, that's you yeah. know, that's the weird thing about radio: the ones that hate you listen
1: longer, right? And they're like, I turned it off yeah. when you came on. It's like, yeah. no, you didn't because <laughs> no. you just quoted me, you <laughs> fucking asshole. So, yeah. strange. so I, Mike and the so Mad Dog. Strange. Did you see the
0: Mike and the Mad Dog documentary? They they at one point, some guys yelling at him. He goes, why, why, "Why do you call into the show?" He goes, "Because right. I hate you."
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, what do you like? What's your I? I you're you seem like me, sort of, that you'll do comic till you drop fucking sure. t- comedy stand yeah. up till you drop dead, like me and you and Leonard. I hope so. mm. Um what is there anything else like that you You
2: know, the the, the, the I always like the writing things and so like right. that, that Sasha project was really really cool right. and I don't really I'm not a good actor you, you circle all the way back to right. you, you know, Wait, let me... I couldn't get hired to play myself in the sitcom that Foxworthy and right. I saw <laughs> <laughs> they finally made me audition right. for the part of the wacky neighbor uh, that, who was a combination yeah. me and, and, his you, best, yeah. and his best friend growing right. up, and I couldn't even get that part. I right. put
0: Vic in something, as, and he's like, "I don't oh, want to do it. I don't want to yeah. do it." I, I go, thought, "You I know, this part this. It was written for you. Please, we'll do, it's okay. We'll do it a hundred times. We have it. nails. It. He's great." Well, but he great.
2: totally he tailored it for right. Me right. Too. So when, so, when, I, when I didn't done. know what it was, I didn't want to
1: fool with it. So yeah. did did you? Uh, so uh, you. Squinch. The other thing about you that I have to say from my perspective, you always seem happy. Like you always seem like, no, but you're just like a great guy. You're like, it's, it's like, Hey, you're just like a great guy. And it's like, you don't see that. It's,
2: I can pitch a fit and lose my ass though, and show out right. and look ugly. Man, on Nantucket last Saturday, I laid this phone down and walked away, and thought I'd lost it Right. on a bench in town. Right. <laughs> and for that, thirty that is, minutes, I wanted to murder everybody. I understood. Right. The, I understood workplace shootings fully. Right. You know, because I, so I can pitch a fit and be. But hissy you're gun.
1: always like I'm so trying. nice and genuine. I, it's like it's well, not it was, normal it was just,
0: when he's got to work. He's usually he goes for the optimist first. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure. But uh, I've seen him. I, what you gave me the be- the best term i've ever heard coming out of the south uh, like this is why i love vic cuz he's got a million terms there's southern terms that you don't right. even know and if you want to yell at somebody, and I mean yell at them to the point of that's the end, it's called motherfucking somebody. <laughs> like I like that, <laughs> and he and that and it makes total sense. I'm and he, I've had more stories from Vic of like I've heard uh, I okay. motherfucked this oh, guy. I told him before yeah. you got here we earlier got today, it. the one of the owners from Stand Up New York. <laughs> Which five, one, the, Donnie yes, or
2: the, that one? Yeah,
1: I want to kill <laughs> him. I don't, I, I don't <laughs> I've known him since he's in, a kid in okay. school because he grew up with my neighbor. I'm, yeah,
2: I'm banned from the club. I don't work there anymore <laughs> really? because of what I'm about. about <laughs> uh, All right, go ahead. About, about six or seven years oh, ago, in I'm sorry in, in, in July heatwave weather, uh, his AC blows out, and it's, yeah. a, it's a thousand degrees right. in the club, it's still and, like and everybody's soaked through their shirt. Right, everybody soaked. Right before, there's no need to have the show. Right, and if you're going to have the show, at least tell the audiences they're right. going in what's going on. Don't right. stand there and act like nothing's wrong. Right, okay. Then part two, maybe have some frozen drinks on special. Maybe have a bucket of beer. Maybe right. let's, if we're going to put people in a fucking oven, right. let's acknowledge what right. we're doing. Let's apologize right. for it. And let's give them some cold drinks. Right. For free. Uh, or whatever, you know. Right. So I'm bitching around out on the sidewalk saying a lot of this to him. And he's, uh, he's like... Sounds to me like you're acting like you don't really want to work here anymore. And I'm like, and I just snapped. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to motherfucking live
1: and shit <laughs> out of you.
2: You stupid son of a bitch. I told Eddie. I start drilling out. how long you know I've been doing this? How many shows I've been out? And I start telling him everything he's done wrong. When the guy from Alabama tells you how to run your business and he's right, you're a you're real right. fucking idiot. Right. And then I'm, I'm, I'm shitting on him so bad I stop in the middle. I'm like, here's how bad I'm motherfucking you. You're not even telling me to shut up. I'm fired. You're standing yes. here taking it. Right. Because you don't know what to do. Right. Because you're terrified because you're a Pussy, right. and you know I'm right. And, and so what did he say? Nothing. Stood there and stared at the ground like <laughs> a five year old. Just yeah. And then I wandered off, and I'm like, "See you later." I don't think I'll be putting in for a while. Yeah. And so and that's it. I waited a couple of years, and I started putting back in, and they were not going to have it. You
0: know? <laughs> they don't but, forget stuff that's like so that. But I really, but so. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed.
2: shitting on him so bad that I, got, uh, I stopped, sh- stopped in the middle of shitting on him to to tell him he was
0: not Didn't, even. Angry. Who did we go in one time? You went. At, like somebody was going to buy the room. Was that it? They were going to buy the room. And you were, you, me, a lot of people went in and told him exactly how to fix the room. Yes. Is that stand-up yeah. New York?
2: No, no, that was, uh, oh yeah, that was stand-up New York. Yeah. Yeah, it that, totally
0: was, yeah. When they when they were going to oh, buy it. yeah. yeah and exactly. they did opposite they of did it. the opposite yeah. of everything I told them to do. That whole
1: <laughs> thing, there's less seats in it. It's just yeah. <laughs> stupid. It's I know.
0: They pulled the wall out, yeah. they made it into a lounge, the uh, floors horrible. are up loud. There was never a door. Never a door. They finally put the door. took them five
2: years Someone told me they finally put a door in. They did Not too long
0: ago.
1: All right. I could talk to you.
0: I told all you, fucking it's day. Literally, <laughs> the easiest guest ever. But we have
1: to leave soon. Not so, sure. but I have to ask you. I I ask my guests two specific, questions, and I think <laughs> I know the answers though. But so, first of all, all right. We're very pro mental health on this show. Have you ever, or are you? I say no. Have you ever <laughs> been on any antidepressants?
2: No, no, no. I'll smoke pot. Well, duh <laughs> so that yeah. would be my self-medicating thing,
1: never right? you've never think, and you've no. never been depressed had a depression Oh no.
2: god you're so lucky I'll get sad about
1: something right but then, but, the, but no like you can't even get out of bed no it's not, not no. that
2: bad the pragmatism right it, it, as sad as I ever get I, I tell people I'm like manic regular
1: right <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> no. go to all the way to but depress. it's probably <laughs> because you learned such great coping skills because of the shit you sure. had to fucking deal with I, I certainly believe yeah. that and, and humor and my mom right. you gotta to laugh to Keep from crying. I yeah. only heard
2: her say it eighty million times. Yeah, she my still mother always said day. that.
1: If we weren't laughing, we'd be crying. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's Gloria. Yeah. And
2: she really believed that. And so and to watch her tell the hula hoop story, right? That's a that's an ex abusive. and right. She just laughs. Right. That damn hula hoop, and she just right. gets the biggest giggle. <laughs> and she she knows it's a weird story, and it's <laughs> making right. people uncomfortable. But it's you bear your pain and you laugh, right? And you and that way you don't hopefully get too sad. Maybe.
1: Um, what pisses you off? <laughs> like, what makes you so fucking pissed off like you want to fucking motherfuck someone? Uh,
2: Alabama fans. <laughs> really? Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. yeah. Forget you it. Know, no, like,
1: really, <laughs> though? Yeah, really, yeah, like, like
2: really. Like, seriously, really? Why? Because, it is a huge because rivalry. Because I, I, we, you're a second-class citizen in my state, if you're an Auburn fan, and we're right. Auburn people. And right. everybody's Alabama, and so in, in, on the Sunday newspaper, the, their their highlight pictures are in colored pictures. You t- turn the right. page over, the Auburn pictures are in black and white. You are literally a second class citizen, right. and so just living with those goddamn idiots till I was twenty one. Roll Tide, Roll Tide, and right. just, I want to set them on fire. You know, I can't. <laughs> when when the tornadoes hit there seven or eight years ago, I went on Facebook and put my seventy three year old mother's new favorite hobby was not, now seeing that tornadoes have hit Tuscaloosa is storm chasing. <laughs> <laughs> And they're all like, they're all like, we had to like you just so we could say we hate you. And I'm like, fuck you back. You didn't go to Alabama. You went to Walmart and bought a goddamn t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> she, she did not my, my, uh, my girlfriend's niece goes to Alabama. Well, then she's fine. My, my one niece, right. my, my daughter defected and graduated right. with honors from the University of Alabama. And Your I, ex-daughter? No, my, my, Ex's my, daughter. No, no. My brother, Mike. His daughter, oh, my okay. niece, Mike's daughter. Niece. Okay, Mike that and, fucking
1: accent Mike is ridiculous. Mike and Terry have one yeah. daughter, and
2: Terry, Tatum went to Auburn, and Katie defected and went to Alabama and married an Alabama guy, and I reduced her high school graduation gift by one. <laughs> no way. Yes, I did. I go. You can ask. Did I, you tell her? I told her I, up front. I'm going. I gave Tatum uh, three hundred. I'm giving you two hundred because you're going to the goddamn University of Alabama. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Too bad. Sorry,
1: <laughs> Uncle Vic, you're an asshole. You, we I don't un- I am. You
0: don't understand. The rivalry is off. the... like it's, y- Yankees Mets times a million. You know, it's like crazy. Or what
1: about Yankees Red Sox? I that's thing it's,
0: it's Yankees Red Sox is bad but this is another they they live this stuff my right. joke, they, my they joke was
2: I would pull for the Jerry Sandusky coached pedophile Taliban ISIS all-stars <laughs> before I would pull for the University <laughs> of Alabama yes, <laughs> I <like that. laughs> and I will say you know, I'll say that sometimes in arenas like right? how bad is it? depending on where we are in America and I will say that and yeah. I'm like, yeah. half the audience like oh my god that's I'm far. like yeah I believe it so no it's uh, but that, yeah that's really about the only thing that bothers me Re- I, I it's annoying when my, my like you
1: don't get pissed off at like you know sometimes like, like the
2: like some some things some political things that are just so right. absurd uh, you know the the when the, the minute Obama gets elected in 08 and all the right. governors and politicians decide that they're going to sign a petition right. just to say they hate him, right? For no, and no other president, right? That, that always went on. Yeah, you just didn't do it out front with a petition. Right, there was always right, backroom right. bitching going on right, in D.C. Right. But there was never enough. Look what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. We're fuck this guy. Right. So that sometimes will bleed over on me right. and get me annoyed. But that's fucking politics, you can't right. do it. I grew up with George Wallace and Richard Nixon. Oh God. So the racist yeah. and the only guy yeah. to quit. So when I get super <laughs> aggravated with real things that should be important in, in health care and taking right. women's issues. And t- I'm a mama's boy. Right. And so that, that does burn the living shit out of me. But then knowing that that's with Nixon and Wallace, it's government. It just right. kind of comes with the territory. You can fucking want to choke them all you want. But right. you, it ain't going to get much better, I don't think.
0: Anyway.
1: God, <laughs> I, I want to be Vic for rather, like a
0: week. Rather, a week? Oh, I don't know. what <laughs> Does she? It's all right. It's all right. You
1: say, it's not yeah,
2: bad. it's guy He's got a good life. I'm doing nothing for two or three weeks. So I've been extra lazy. I've just been reading and
0: watching. Isn't it the best when you can just, just fucking read and go? Wait,
1: yeah. I don't have to yeah. go out. Yeah, I don't have nothing. to fucking go out. Nothing, nothing. I don't have to get in the fucking mood or exactly. get on a train and go fucking yep. make people out.
0: Oh, uh, Vic is effortless though. He never seen him with a set list. He's just like, well, I'm gonna go. up. All right, I'll be right back. And then he just goes up and does set. I'm like looking at it like it. Right. We're a neurotic, crazy. Foxworthy and Don Gavin. We were
2: backstage. I in, love in, Don Gavin! Tell him I said hi. We're in the green room and. Gavin actually pulls out the notes, and so it's Foxworthy's really? been doing it thirty-three years. I've been doing it thirty-two. That's sixty-five. Don Gavin's forty. That's one hundred and five. And Jimmy Dunn is thirty. There's one hundred and thirty-five yeah. years of comedy in the room. And Foxworthy's going really, Don. We're going to the notes now. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so funny. <laughs> and everybody was just fucking with each other backstage. It was so cute. It was absolutely delightful. oh, I love it. Um, where can people find you, Vic? You at Twitter uh, at Vic Henley on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm at Vic Henley on Facebook and uh, VicHenley.com. And oh. uh, I'm at Gotham this Sunday. If what, what? Wait, no, because no, you're not, not on yet. On. But I'm on the road with Ron White and uh, Kathleen Madigan. So check those. God, websites. by two of my fans. Yeah, check those websites. I'm with him yeah. in i uh, I'm with him in Morristown, New Jersey. In oh, August, very nice. Hampton Beach, uh, New Hampshire, and uh, and I'm ca- Kathleen's coming here at the beginning of the year next year, and she just called me this afternoon about some of those dates. Great. So, so yeah, I'm always
0: around.
1: Leonard, what about you?
0: I'll be at the Comedy Cellar as always, probably yes. for the next. Month yeah, because SD
1: have. fucking loves you.
0: That, well, I hope she so. There, the Strip, Stand yeah. Up New York, sweating. Right. I'll yeah. be sweating at Stand Up New York. I
1: live down the street from Sammy, and I still won't go there. Okay. Oh, yeah. I can't. I can't deal with the fucking bullshit. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you all for listening uh, to Kill Me Now, and as we always say, so long. And, uh,